interesting. I heard that Nestle is going to start selling luxury handmade Kit Kats for $17. They came up with the idea after asking, what does nobody on earth want or need? Um, so I, uh, I've mentioned this several times. I think it's, it's, it's worth you knowing. I, I think that we're in a different place than we were with the whole Russia collusion scandal for a variety of reasons. I still have no idea if it's actually going to turn out to be anything or not. Mm-hmm. But um, there are way more Democrats that say they're on board with impeachment than there were before. Nancy's getting pushed from all different directions. And a significant change to me was this. I was watching MSNBC yesterday, and on uh, Chris Matthews' show Hardball, he was talking about how leadership in the House is now, um, they don't care about their country. They care more about winning elections than they, they do their country. So going with the angle that, Never naming Nancy Pelosi, but if you say leadership in the House, you mean Nancy Pelosi. Um, um, Not just whether or not impeachment's a good idea and the usual conversation that was going on during Russiagate, but the obvious assumption that Trump has crossed a line this time and needs to be impeached, and only these crass political hacks at the top are holding back impeachment where the good people out there realize impeachment has to happen now. And Chris Matthews actually put up the phone number to call your Congress people on his show. Mm. Call your Congress people and push Nancy Pelosi toward impeachment. So the 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 left wing media is now fully on board with you gotta impeach. Can I call my Congressman and, 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 and screech that he's stolen my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a difference. Nancy Pelosi is uh, having a behind-closed-doors uh, meeting, and, and we'll see what she says when she comes out of it. I would love, love, love to be in that meeting and listen to her make the case against impeachment because she will be blunt, I think. You know, she might be considering, I know she is, because I, I believe Nancy Pelosi to be utterly soulless and evil, but she's very, <laughs> very smart, and she's very, very good at her job. By the way, there are plenty of people on either side of the aisle that answer to that description. Well, yeah, could you become Speaker of the House without being, to a certain extent, soulless and evil? Would uh, it even be possible? Most times, no. No. I think that goes with the job. And you have to be very, very smart, which is why... Should I even say this? Kevin McCarthy will never be the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Ooh, ouch. Um, anyway, Burn. every time he opens his mouth, he reveals himself to be a, a, a mediocrity, as they used to say when people used uh, fancy words. He's a he's a numbskull. He came on a few weeks ago. That was the first time in forever. Just, I, I know. I just I, not helping. I call him as I see him. No. How dare you? I, I'm Suck sorry. up to the powerful. I'm sorry. Did I steal his childhood now? You have stolen my dreams. A lot of dream theft going on. That's the child that spoke at the UN yesterday about climate change. This is not directly related and yet is powerfully related. One of the few things I've read in the New York Times recently that didn't annoy the hell out of me. It's a piece by Sabrina Tavernize and Nate Cohn. And the title is The America That Isn't Polarized. Political institutions may be more divided than they've been in a century and a half, but how divided are Americans themselves? And they start the story in northeastern Pennsylvania in Scranton, where uh, Joe Biden grew up. we got to ask Marshall when he's in here. What's that? I regularly hear people say this, including historians, that we're more divided than we've been since the Civil War. I, I, but I, well, I, was, I was a kid... 
I was a tiny kid for some of the 60s, unborn for, for much of it. And uh, so I, I only know what I've read. But it sure sounds pretty divided from everything I've read and seen on television. The whole 60s Vietnam era hippie versus old school conservatives, the Archie Bunker thing. How about media- fire hoses and police dogs attacking people who just wanted to vote? How about That's pretty divided. How about hundreds of bombings a week at the height? Right. Late 60s assassinations, yeah. riots, the rest of it. That's pretty divided. I'll have to ask Marshall. Well, he but uh, we live in the age of hyperbole. Everybody's it's the got most the- hyperbolic age of all time. Wow, that is impressive. Um, so, yeah, I, I think half of people saying that is crap. And it listen, there's a tendency among mankind, and if you do this yourself, I urge you to stop it. Um, I have plenty of bad habits myself. Let's talk about yours. Um <laughs> The and and the best clearest example of it is every decade, every decade in human history, there has been a group of people, small, medium, or large group of people, saying these are the end times. This is the time. The signs are there. Nostradamus or the Book of Revelations or the stars or whatever have pretended these are the times because it makes people feel important. Well, do you remember when it's an egotism? You remember when Bush was president? You probably don't remember how hyperbolic people were then. And he's trying to establish a theocracy and stole the election. And Bush lied. You died and all this different stuff. Right. It was just it was the worst time ever. Right. The most unpopular, stupidest president we've ever had. Right. <laughs> He looks like a monkey, etc. And he did a little bit. That doesn't mean he's not a good anyway. Um, so nobody's going to tune in. Nobody's going to be impressed if you say these are somewhat divided times. Almost as bad as 15 Americans, years ago. <laughs> right. Almost as bad as kind of like right before the Iraq war, but until like three months into it. No, nobody's impressed by that. So everybody's got to throw around these superlatives. And I don't know. Just it tires me out. I'm so tired I could die. <laughs> I don't think we're more divided. I think the divisions are more amplified because of the internet and social media. That could be it. Well, that's that'll be enough of your simple wisdom. Um <laughs> so anyway, to read on a bit in this New York Times piece, what time is it? Yeah, I got a minute. Um so they talk about how Joe Biden can't stop talking about Scranton. But just because Mr. Biden can't blah, 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 what I just said doesn't mean everyone in Scranton is talking about Mr. Biden, the president, or politics at all. In three days of interviews here recently, many people said they're just scraping by, didn't have a lot of patience for politics. Many said they didn't follow the news or tried to stay out of political discussions, whether online or in person. National politics, they said, was practiced in a distant land by other people and had little effect on their lives. No one mentioned Mr. Biden. Uh, let's see, uh, by some measures, around half the population is either disengaged or has ideologically inconsistent views. Together, 54% of Americans either hold a roughly equal mix, 54% of Americans either hold a roughly equal mix of conservative and liberal positions, or they say they don't follow the news most of the time anyway. Wow. Now, remember, I brought that up in the context of of uh, impeachment. So if you have, it's only slightly over half of Americans, but either reject being labeled and good for you, my friends, or you don't care. Yeah, well, that's what I'm always saying about the variety of the, the scandals of the day. Uh, what percentage of people... Uh, Know who the know that there is such thing as a chairman of the Federal Reserve 
who it is and that he and Trump are at odds today. Right, right. The percentage would be single digits that, that, that are into that story. But so, listen, let me spin the narrative just a bit further. If indeed the impeachment thing happens, you have a huge number of Americans who are, as I just described, well, I tell you, let's start with uh, pro-Trump partisans who just, they like the president, they realize sometimes he can be a, a jerk or an idiot or however you want to describe it, but they like that he fights. They like that he stands up to Washington. They like the immigration stuff. They like the judges, the rest of it. Okay, so that's a pretty decent chunk of America. Then you add to that the 54% I just described. People know in their hearts that an impeachment is overturning an election. And if it's a legitimate overturning of the effects of an election, people are okay with it. There's almost nobody who says we should never, ever impeach a president ever. In fact, I don't think I've ever heard anyone express that. But I think people in their hearts, they understand that this uh, nullifies an election. You got that 54% of people? If it is a fairly subtle uh, interpretation of the transcript of a phone call, that 54% is not going to be roused to want to overturn an election. And and then you got the Senate saying, eh, we got an election coming in like six months. No, we're not going to convict them. Done. That's my prediction. And I will stand by it till the moment it seems like it's wrong. Then I'll pretend I never said What it. if we went through all that? And if you remember the Clinton impeachment, it's a big deal. I mean, it's... It sucks all the air out of D.C., oh, man. It's the only thing that gets any coverage. I have and... to have my kid get scuba gear for her internship because there's no air for anything else. Um, and it goes on for a long time. You go through all that, Senate votes it down, and still the polls don't move at all. Trump's still in office. Polls haven't moved at all. Nothing changed. Just like debates, everything else, every issue, nothing changed. Trump still got roughly a 45% approval rating. Everything's exactly the same. That is an insane idea, and I think it is the most likely outcome. I think it is, too. Nothing happened. (laughs) These are the most confusing times human beings have ever seen. Qualifier for the upcoming Democratic debate, which I think is next month. What? Doesn't now, that mean they're going to do two nights? Oh, you, I thought it was if it's over 10, they're going to switch it up. I don't know if that was a specific network decision of that debate, where if we get over 10, that will go to two nights. But that, oh. that was the rules of the previous one. This new network could have their Sounds own. Sounds like a threat. Tulsi Gabbard is qualified. Oh, hello. So she'll where, be on the stage. Wear the white outfit. <laughs> And then the debate after that in November, you now have to be up to 5% in a couple of state polls or 3% nationally before they'll let you on the stage. They're up in the game. 3% is not much of a standard. Having the race going on for a year and you don't have 3% of people who think you ought to be president. Yeah. That's not really being that picky. Yeah. You know, if I was, I'm a little obsessed with Amy Klobuchar. 
um, because I think she's she's uh, of way better, um, like uh, made of better stuff than virtually all of the candidates. But she can't get any traction because she has no charisma. If I were among her people, I'm trying to think of how, what would because we're about at the last ditch. What would our new ploy be? And I'm thinking it'd be a little scorched earth. It'd be she isn't ancient and she's not a communist. Amy Klobuchar. Why not? I don't know why they don't do that. Well, she would earn the hatred and loathing of everyone else in the race, but eh. so, so she's a blood has, sport. She just has to hire somebody with charisma to do her debate performance for her, and then she just whispers <laughs> in her ear, "Here's here's how I would answer," and then the Sean, charismatic person does. Sean, as the kids say, I, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Germany has declared hangovers an actual illness. More on this coming up. Ach, du lieber Gott. It's an illness. Too many steins of lager. So I'm looking at this uh, New York Times piece about how divided we're not as a country. Um, About 65% of the less engaged voters. This is interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to do this part first. They don't line up neatly at all with progressive or conservative. They have conflicting views, and they don't post online, and they just they avoid arguments. And, and that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah. Here's the interesting part, though: sixty-five percent of those people, though they're less engaged and they're less adamant, and they're not posting angrily on your friggin' Facebook page, they do have strong views about Donald J. Trump. Mm. The percentage of Americans who have kind of Subtle views of the president. Very, very small. And and <clears throat> let's see. what is it? it doesn't say how many are in each uh, camp, but about two-thirds of those less engaged voters still ha- either strongly approve or disapprove of his performance. So, man, everybody's uh, everybody's got a view on Trump. But the point is, and, and I think it's a good one to make, not everybody is at everybody else's throats, man. It's just the internet crowd and the politically active crowd and, and frankly, the talk radio crowd, which is fine. And, you know, there's certainly p- plenty of people in the industry who think we're idiots for not engaging fully in that. I mean, we, we engage in it when we think it's appropriate. If you're Half talking the people about, I've ever met think I'm an idiot. Well, <laughs> fair enough. But, you know, if, if you're talking about granting free top-to-bottom health care, for every single human being who sneaks into America, I'm going to bring it, man. I'm going to bring it like Pat Buchanan. But if you're talking about some of the other stuff, eh, it's fine. I don't know. Let's have a vote, and if your side wins, we'll do that. So this is breaking-ish news. Speaker Nancy Pelosi told NBC News, when asked about impeachment, later today I will make an announcement after I meet with my chairman, my leadership, and my caucus. So she's going to make an announcement. Thumbs up or down or impeachment after she has her little meeting. No. I would assume. She just said she'd make an announcement. I I know politicians. I would assume that she's got her mind made up before she walks into that meeting, wouldn't you? She's not going to let them decide. All right. Correct. Yeah, she doesn't give a damn what a bunch of freshman Congress people have to say. But I tell you this. Having been observing politics for many, many moons, she'll walk out and make a uh, Adam Schiff-like announcement. She'll say, we have spoken to the caucus, and we are determined now, and I'm ready to announce this, to investigate thoroughly whether to bring articles of impeachment against the president, depending on the facts of the Ukraine call. In essence, announcing 
that this will just go on the way it's been going. Depending on, on the facts, that's a good one. Right? That'd be a good, you should you should send her that. That's good. I don't think I need to. <laughs> I think she's pretty, that's pretty good. good. At it her sounds job. like a big uh, moment, and then nothing's really happened. Uh, AOC has announced this is an emergency. Yes, she has demanded action. She has accused us of stealing her dreams that's and good. her childhood. Different child. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood There's with AOC. your empty words. There's AOC right there. I demand Kate Upton slide into my direct messages. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Tell her it's an emergency, you idiot. Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. Same person. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump at the U.N. will have his most tweeted about statement coming up. Impe- his most tweeted about statement. Yes. Okay. Mm. Impeachment wagons, they are a-rolling. And at long last, the folding phone is here. Ah, uh, yeah, I uh, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. So Samsung unveiled their folding phone yep. a while back, and it was a disaster. Exactly. All the reviewers said they couldn't even get theirs to turn on or yep. broken half or whatever. Whoops! <laughs> so then they re-rolled it out yesterday, and I want to hear what the reviews are because yep. the idea of it sounds pretty good. You get a much bigger screen, folds up nice yep. and neatly. Can I roll it up and tuck it behind my ear? That'd be cool. Um, so all that on the way, and uh, also German courts have ruled hangovers and illness. Will this uh, yeah. happen in the United States also? Uh, Mein head, and this is exploding. All <laughs> <laughs> on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. News has apologized for a guest who called environmental activist Greta Thunberg. She is this young lady. With your empty words. Apparently, a uh, is there more? Can we hear a little more of her? Just so people. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Okay. Oh, uh, sorry. Anyway, some guest on Fox News called her mentally ill. How dare you? I, I would. That's say, not cool. And uh, well, she's a child. Uh, I would say she is troubled. If she were 18, I'd say I'd be okay calling her mentally ill. Being that worked up about it is 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 weird. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school. Anyway, Fox uh, apologized for a guest who called her mentally ill because he's a child. And uh, th- they would never appear on the network again. Wow. I think part of this is because she has Asperger's, right? The fact that... She is mentally ill. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Careful with those terms, but I see your point, and it's a good one. Uh, On the other hand, and this is why it's morally ambiguous at best to make a sixteen-year-old girl your your uh, the tip of your spear, and it's partly a strategy. It's like the the horrific children's crusades of the uh, the Middle Ages. If if you'd like a, a good depressing read, Google that one today. But to make her the tip of the ideological spear, and then to act as if it's wildly inappropriate to criticize her harshly is, I mean, well, it's it's obviously pretty unfair. Because part of the point of having a child is you can't criticize them, right? So, right, and every child wants a golden goose. Am I wrong about that, or uh, you know? I want a golden goose. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Veruca Salt. From the Willy Wonka show. Sounds the same. Let's get the news out, Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump at the U.N. once again slamming Iran. Trump blaming Iran for the recent attack on the Saudis' biggest oil refinery. Also- oh, that's right. Perhaps World War III is going to start soon. I'd forgotten. 
with the whole Ukraine phone call thing. He talked about the uh, tough U.S. sanctions on Iran and said the U.S. is determined to block Tehran's path to nuclear weapons while also making this offer. Time for Iran's leaders to finally put the Iranian people first. America is ready to embrace friendship with all who genuinely seek peace and respect. Now, on another subject, the president was warning about uncontrolled migration around the world, and he had this message for what he called open border activists. You are empowering criminal organizations that prey on innocent men, women, and children. You put your own false sense of virtue before the lives, well-being, and countless innocent people. When you undermine border security, you are undermining human rights and human dignity. And one of the most tweeted about things that he said was when President Trump announced... As we defend American values, we affirm the right of all people to live in dignity. For this reason, my administration is working with other nations to stop criminalizing of homosexuality. And we stand in solidarity with LGBTQ people who live in countries that punish, jail, or execute individuals based upon sexual orientation. Sounds like the new Hitler to me. Sounds like he's on the verge of falling asleep to me. (laughs) Meanwhile, House Democrats are getting ready. They're gearing up for a high-level members-only meeting on impeachment. All of them required to wear members-only jackets. Many in the khaki, some in the gray, a few in the dark blue. How about that dark red maroon color? Oh, that's a good good color. I owned one of those. You did? I never had a members-only jacket. Oh, yeah. I was never cool enough. I I had a knockoff. not a member. I had a knockoff like JCPenney. It looked like a members-only jacket. Members-only. When they were were popular, but never had the actual thing. Well, I got to tell you, they're fired up like Democrat Adam Schiff saying impeachment may be the only choice. But if the president is essentially withholding military aid at the same time that he is trying to uh, browbeat a foreign leader into doing something illicit that is providing dirt on his opponent during a presidential campaign, uh, then that may be the only remedy that is co-equal to the, the evil, uh, that, evil that conduct represents. Ah, uh, go slip your wedding ring around your neck and shut up. Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. Evil, <laughs> co-equal to the evil. Okay. And on another note, Samsung is finally going to start selling its folding phone in the U.S. with the Galaxy Fold to be sold as an AT&T version and an unlocked version that will be sold at Best Buy and Samsung stores. So now you can kind of fold a flip phone, but we're talking about you can fold it in half? The screen folds. It's a yeah. bendable screen. I, I think this technology is very interesting and probably has some cool applications that I can't yet imagine going forward, but I would be very careful about being an early adapter to this technology. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does sound like it's got a lot yeah. of hiccups in it, but we've been hearing about screens you can roll up and fold and that right. sort of thing. But that would be cool. I mean, you get to the point where you can carry around in a tiny package a big screen Right. Didn't you bring out on the bus or the plane or at work or wherever? That'd be awesome. Yep. The launch of the Galaxy Fold had to be put on hold, though, for months after early reviewers... Because it didn't work. ...had problems with the phone's folding screen, which... Yeah, uh, they broke immediately. Yeah, some were able to just peel back the uh, protective layer. Others had the phones flicker and then just turn black and die. Well, we considered... <laughs> we considered That's not uh, good. <laughs> no. 
We considered having Jeffrey Fowler on today. He's our tech guy. He right. reviewed it, but he said it's got problems. What did he say? <laughs> he said keep your fingernails, keys, and coins away from it at this point. Yeah, I need wow. a hard, I need a hardier phone with my lifestyle. And the Galaxy Fold, uh, Fold will sell for nearly two thousand dollars. That's your news. I'm Marshall. Two thousand buck phone. How yeah. dare you! <laughs> You've stolen my childhood with the expense of that phone. I'd rather have the Golden Goose. That's your news. I want a Golden Goose. Everybody wants one. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Oh, squawky. These did, are troubled times. Did, <laughs> did Bernie Sanders just steal an issue from Elizabeth Warren? Do you want to hear anything about these people? I think the second question deserves a no, so yeah. I'm not sure I'll get into the first question. Yeah, I, You know, yeah. The whole Bernie or Elizabeth thing, I just, I'm not a fan of that side, really, so I'll let y'all sort it out. That's fine. Whoever you want to run up the flagpole, do it. With my blessing. Um. So, yeah, uh, hangovers are now a uh, an illness. Oh, my. According to the Germans? Yeah. Which, maybe that'll sweep into the United yeah, States. Yeah, I'm feeling like the Puppenstücken. <laughs> <laughs> Too many steins of lager. Could you take it? So you could take an actual sick day. Yeah, count it as a sick day because I'm sick. You know I'm sick. I drank 15 Goldschlager shots last night. <laughs> so I'm sick, sick because I have an illness. I I don't right. believe it's my duty to describe exactly what That's the right. illness is. You ever heard of HIPAA rules? Yeah, right. I have yeah. an illness and I cannot come into work to do. I might have cancer. I might have AIDS. I may have drinking 15 shots of Goldschlager. All of them are the same. Right. <laughs> Nunya. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. 15 shots of Nunya is what I took last yeah. night. <laughs> That won't <laughs> that won't go badly for you, Germany. That's a great idea. <laughs> More on that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. An American Airlines flight made an emergency landing after a passenger smoked weed. All the passengers with emotional support, pigs, horses, and raccoons, were appalled at the inconvenience. (laughs) That is a good joke. That's well-crafted, Doesn't Spade clearly, consistently have the best jokes? Yes. Funniest, absolutely. What do you think, Sean? You go through the jokes every day. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Myers, but I think it, Myers it, is good, particularly since the show has come out. Just the volume and how quick and punchy they all are. Yeah. They're all under ten yep. seconds, and yep. they're all just quick in, quick out. I respect it so much. <laughs> That's a funny joke. <laughs> I like it. Wall Street Journal going to be in trouble for this one. Girls versus boys. Brain differences explain tech behaviors. Parents of both boys. No, and gr- the patriarchy does. Discrimination, misogyny, and hatred, uh, Jack. Remember when the president of Harvard, Lawrence Summers, lost his job for saying boys and girls have different brains, and that's why there are more boys excelling at math or science or whatever it was well, at the time? Well, he said there are biological reasons why there tend to be more guys than girls interested in math. And he had to be d- d- ruined for that. He had to leave Harvard over there. Burn him, burn him. Even though, and this 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 was one of the first examples of this in modern history. Even though there was plenty of data to back him up, and no data to back up the critics, he stepped down as president of Harvard. He right. was run out of Harvard. Yeah, because these people are fanatics. Didn't matter that he was right. Didn't make any difference. That was what. That's one of the first examples of that because that was when early in Obama's presidency. That's quite a while ago, but that. That's one of the first facts don't matter. 
right? Reminds me of the uh, Muslim fundamentalists who will burn somebody for being a witch in year 2019. The, the facts, you can't mount a defense. Anyway, Wall Street Journal. Many parents of both boys and girls have witnessed striking differences in the way their kids use technology. Emerging research indicates that brain differences between males and females help, help account for the split. I don't think you can say that out loud, Wall Street Journal. You're going to get some serious pushback on that. Are you saying no girls should ever pursue math? Yes, that's exactly what the article is saying. Oh, my ass is tired. Boys and girls are exactly the same. Unless a woman is giving an opinion on something, then you can't possibly understand her if you're a boy because you've not had that experience. So, oh, now we're then, in getting intersectional. Yeah, then you then you got to go the other direction. Yeah. And then also this story in the Washington Examiner, this is from this morning, John Bolton fought Trump for release of delayed Ukraine military aid. According to this story, Bolton was saying, no, 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 you got to release the money. They need it. Russia's going to move in and everything. And, and Trump was holding it up for some reason. Uh, Trump confirming today that he did withhold the Ukraine aid. He's saying it was similar to the NATO thing. He was like, listen, Europe, you've got to pay, too. We're not going to give Ukraine the money unless y'all chip in like you said you were going to. Which is very Trumpy. It's your backyard. Right. You're the ones that are, have to worry about Russia invading you. Why am we? Why are we helping them out? Right. Well, we'll see. That one rings true to me. Mm-hmm. The idea that he went way too far in urging Ukraine to investigate Biden—I could believe that one too. What? Because that would be pretty Trumpian. I see a headline here. Uh, Hanson, uh, Mike Hanson, our executive producer, throws together various headlines and stories and stuff like that. Uh, kind of a digest of today's news to help us out. I see one from uh, six months ago and six years ago and 16 years ago and 26 years ago. Somebody's suing Led Zeppelin over frigging Stairway to Heaven. Are you kidding me? Nancy, Nancy, listen. Well, you have your caucus together in their members-only jackets today. Can we pass some sort of law exempting Stairway to Heaven from being sued ever again? Please, are you kidding me? I mean, is don't they? Isn't is is the case? I should know this, having almost gone to law school. Could I sue Led Zeppelin again next year, saying uh, I'm the guy who invented the term "bustle in your hedgerow"? <laughs> God, it never ends. Leave Led Zeppelin alone. I wish we had the "Leave Britney Alone" tape. It was one of the greatest internet screeds in the history of internet screeds. God, that reminds me. We got on a, a, a old timey um, um, videos that went viral. We got on an Antoine Dobson kick at my house. Oh, really? Uh, yesterday, watching Ooh. videos of the original and the remake and the song. He's the they're raping everybody out here guy. Yep. Hide your children, hide your wives, and hide your husbands too, because they're raping everybody out here. Right. Um, we he, have a rapist. That was in 2010, so that's almost 10 years ago. Shocking. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it, oh, it was because somebody did a where is he now sort of thing. And he ended up going out to Los Angeles and being taken advantage of. He didn't realize it at the time. There's a shock. Yeah, no kidding. He was being taken around to all these, you know, bar openings or various events and stuff like that. Clearly, somebody was getting paid. He wasn't. Wow. And uh, and he realized he was getting ripped off. He did make enough money off of that. We We used to play the song. Somebody made a remix of the... Hide your children, hide your wife. They're raping everybody out here. Somebody mm-hmm. made it into a song that went platinum. I don't know how many. I don't know how much money he made off of that. Ten years ago was a little different than now. 
in terms of buying songs and stuff. Sure, that was downloads, not streams. Right. Yeah. But he made enough money that he moved out of that hood where his sister got attacked. Yeah. And they bought a house somewhere else. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's the American dream right there. It really is. Kind of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was funny. Well, it looks like we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. Yeah. What an entertaining dude. Oh, You're yeah. so dumb. Yeah. You are really dumb. That's him right oh, the there. Whole, <laughs> the whole you are dumb riff. Excellent. Run and tell that, homeboy. Right. I mean, just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a craftsman, a poet. <laughs> back to hangovers being an illness in Germany. Why did they rule that? Why did a court actually have to rule that? Yeah, my noggin is exploding. Because they're oh. going, they're going after people who claim they make uh, anti-hangover medication or post-hangover medication or foods or whatever, saying you can't cure an illness with some sort of uh, food. Oh. It's an actual illness. It exists, or you can't prevent this illness with this medication. Oh. So if they call a hangover, so it's an excuse to regulate this stuff. Yeah, if you I call see. a hangover an illness, then you can't be making these wacky pills. I figure you buy something that claims to be a hangover cure. You just you deserve to have hangovers. What about my Rhino Lightning stamina enhancer? Is that <laughs> still a fair game? A big Rhino greasy lightning. meal used to make me feel better. Is that against the law to say that uh, makes you feel better after a hangover? My mouth and feels like it's got a catson sleeping in it. <laughs> so dry. <laughs> That's the point. I'm just drunk. That's Nazi the poor, Germany. Poor, no, regular German. Regular. Modern Germany, Michael. <laughs> That's the poor hungover German guy there. The Nazis have actually been gone for some time now. <laughs> Decades, even. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can't make those jokes in Germany, right? You can't make Nazi jokes and Hitler jokes and stuff. Uh, no, it's illegal. It's illegal, which seems crazy to me. Not a culture known for its humor. Because the, they feel no. like it could come back that easily. You just make one joke out of it, and all of a sudden people are marching around and... Well, uh, or the wounds are, are extraordinarily painful. Something tells me that Hogan's Heroes is in play there. <laughs> I I hate the idea completely. But, yeah, the idea is that either your, your forefathers were Nazis and killed the millions, or your forefathers were among the millions killed, and let's just not talk about well, it. Well, okay, I understand that as a culture. But not as law. It's a idiotic. Law? Yeah. It's amazing. Hey, kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. Why didn't she lecture me about climate change? That little girl there. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the squad. It's Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael? All right, all right let's talk about nicknames. Joe's nickname was Rocket, and Jack wanted to be called Gunner. In the third grade, I was called Puddles. So, oh, really? Boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I didn't choose that name. Not, <laughs> not a compliment. Positive Sean, your final thought. Yes, uh, Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old climate activist, uh, Trump c- tweeted about her, uh, looks like a happy young child uh, anticipating a bright future. She has taken that quote and made it her Twitter profile uh, descriptor. So she's kind of steering into the, 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 the troll-off between her and the president. Wow. All right, then. Steering into the troll-off. Yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, like a fine uh, afternoon. Uh, Marsha Phillips, our esteemed newsman, final thought. Well, it's been a while, so today I'm going to go out and scratch her my itch and Maybe by the end of the week, we'll be bringing home the bacon. Let him marinate. Yep. Yep. Jack, a final thought to share with us? I think I have some credibility on this issue. While I do call for uh, World War Three is about to erupt, like, you know, weekly, I'm the opposite with the Trump stuff. I've been saying for weeks now, this is a stupid story. Nobody's paying any attention to it. I don't even want to talk about it on the air because these are all dumb. The story of the day, blah, 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 blah. I think this one has got some legs. 
I think I think the, 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 the impeachment thing is going to happen whether Nancy wants to do it or not. And and what? you'd like to apologize for being so completely wrong. I stole your childhood. <laughs> well, you certainly stole my two days ago. How dare you? My final thought is that as we wind down down the road, our shadows taller than our souls. There stands a lady we all know who shines white light and wants to show how. I can't remember the rest of it. Oh, no time. Here's a different Led Zeppelin song. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Well, if it keeps on raining, the levee's going to break. Huh? So many people who thank so little time go to Armstrong and Getty Radio. I'm sorry, it's armstrongandgetty.com now. Uh, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Oh, what comes out of that behind-closed-door Nancy Pelosi get-together today? We'll have that tomorrow on the Armstrong and Getty Show. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Armstrong and Getty.